0: Hello everybody! Welcome to the second episode of Taking Heat, a competition in which myself and my fellow contestants see who has the best hot takes regarding different topics within sports. If you haven't caught the first episode that premiered last week on the YouTube channel, then be sure to do that as we discuss the most clutch moments in sports history. And you can do that on my YouTube channel, Nugget Station 21. Spoiler alert! Ended up having a really good episode. Co-winners for the first episode last week. Hopefully that doesn't happen too often, but pretty good way to kick off the show, nevertheless. For this week, we have a very special and popular topic in sports right now, as myself, Jacob Underwood, and Logan Porter will discuss the top 10 current NBA players suggested by viewer and good friend of ours, Anthony Firstow. We thought it sounded like a great idea, and with the NBA free agency upon us and causing havoc already with the Kevin Durant news and plenty of other things going on, it was very fun to compose these lists. As always, if you like what you see here on the show, would like to support us, be sure to like the video and subscribe to Nugget Station 21 on YouTube. Let me know down in the comments as well what we can do differently, or if you like what you're seeing here on the show so far. I am hoping to have the podcast on a different platform such as Spotify as well within the next week. So we will see how that goes. So be on the lookout for that on the YouTube channel as well as my Facebook feed for updates regarding that. Also, once again, if there's a specific platform you wanna see us on, let us know down in the comments. If you want to see us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, we will do our best to try to accommodate every kind of request as far as that goes accordingly. With all of that being said and all the self-promo stuff out of the way, we'll jump right in, and I hope you enjoy the following episode of Taking Heat. So we are here. Free agency started yesterday, so we thought this would be a fun topic. Again, shout out to Anthony First now for the topic idea. I'm here with Jacob Underwood and Logan Porter, as you can see on your screen. Jacob in the top right, Logan in the bottom middle. Um, and, yeah, free agency yesterday was wild. That's something that's still going on. Kevin Durant uh, requesting a trade. Extensions galore yesterday. And we thought what would what would be for more fun, obviously, other than talking about free agency, than doing a top 10 current nba players list these are the top 10 players that if we were ranking them from their current situations to what they mean top 10 players in the nba right now um and this was a this was a list i I don't i don't want to speak for y'all because i'll go ahead and ask you too this was a list that was way harder to make than i expected it to because i got to like nine to ten range um top eight i think i was i it didn't it wasn't hard picking the players that are in the top eight, it was heartbreaking them. And then when you get to nine and 10, it was just so many players I could have put in that range. But what did y'all think about trying to make this list? Was it harder than you thought it was? Or was it, you know, about what you expected? I'd,
1: I'd say I had...
0: Look, yeah, look
1: yeah, I'd say I had, like, the core, like, seven to eight players that are probably in the majority of people's lists. Uh, and then, like, the last two, I kind of would switch them out occasionally but the order the order is what originally got me because i all of the players that are on my list from one to eight were originally all in different spots and now they're in the spot that i think is most suited but it definitely had a little bit of trial and error in my thought process of trying to figure out how i wanted it to be
0: Underwood, what about you
2: yeah i agree it's tough because it's subjective right so like I mean, you can watch You mean some of the lower tier that may be on the list, maybe not, like a Devin Booker and watch him play and think, oh, he has to be top ten. And then, you know, you can watch somebody else and be like, oh, they have to be top ten. But there's only ten spots for all these various top ten players. So I agree. There's a few clear-cut top three that I I will probably agree upon a lot. But um, the bottom of the list was was interesting because everybody has different things they value more in players and what they deem to be more important and best players and most valuable and things like that. So, yeah, the, the end of the list was tougher. Uh, the the beginnings probably going to look similar for a lot of us, but yeah, it was it was
0: fun to make. The disclaim- that comes with a disclaimer, obviously, as well. Like Underwood said, these are all subjective. No one has a, a clear cut top ten, and if you do, it's still an opinion. No one, even NBA experts, can be wrong. Sometimes we don't know at, at this moment in time. We it's just impossible in order to guess that. Um, and rank them properly. So, as Underwood stated as well, everyone has their preferences. Some people value defense a ton. Some people value uh, sheer offensive abilities. Some people value winning. It just depends on what people feel. Um, So, a disclaimer, don't take these seriously. If we didn't include your favorite player, they're probably still close to up there, but they just barely made it out missed the top ten in our books. So, with all that being said and out of the way, we're going to go ahead and jump right in uh, Basically doing the exact same thing I did last week. I have a wheel here that has our names on it. And basically what will happen is we will be spinning the wheel, seeing who goes uh, who goes first, and so on and so forth. So if I can get the wheel to cooperate with me, I'll go ahead and spin it here. Uh, it's not coming up on the screen, but we will actually be starting off with Logan. As you can see, uh-huh. I just pulled it onto the screen right now. Logan went right <laughs> last twice last week and now the wheel has put in first
1: i was gonna say you had to make up for me going last twice so (laughs) i get to go first
0: all right well so and uh, another disclaimer before logan gets started we've already discussed this off the air the way this is going to work is we're going to be able to explain our thought processes when it came to picking these players right at the beginning so what criteria we took into consideration but once we start naming players, we have to finish the list and then the other two contestants can ask questions and go about their list from there. So, with that being said and out of the way, Logan, take it away.
1: All right, so coming into this list, uh, I was kind of looking at players around the league and I kind of looked at this last season especially because that's that's what comes into a current player list. Like You have to look at their previous performances – past season and that's a reason why there are some players that I have omitted from this list who are usually consistently in a top 10 somewhere um, and a lot of these players the reason I have them ranked is how I perceive them on their team and how they help their team along the way so at uh, at number 10 I have Devin Booker at number 9 I have Jason Tatum Ten is Luka Doncic. Seven is Ja Morant. Six is Kevin Durant. Five is LeBron James. Four is Joel Embiid. Three is Nikhila Jokic. Two is Giannis Antetokounmpo. And number one, I have Stephen Curry.
0: Okay, so if I'm just to make sure I am getting that right, you have Booker at 10 Tatum at nine Luca at eight jaw at seven KD at six LBJ at five Embiid at four Jokic at three Giannis at two and Steph at one correct okay just making sure I have that down correctly so a couple of say I will say um there are a couple in it and I know what name your mo- your two names probably you're mostly referring to when you're saying you left them out i I Obviously Kawhi Leonard is one that a lot of people say, I figured that was one that you had left out for injury reasons and things like that. Uh, i got to say the only thing that I th- – the main thing that I will say is I do think KD as a player um, himself, sh- in my opinion, is a little bit higher just because there's few players in the NBA when you're talking about n- you need a bucket, you need that prime time. Of course, his defense is, has a lot left to be desired. But you need a bucket, you need to go out, and you need that clutch play at the end of the game. There's a short list of players I would take over Kevin Durant, but at number six, I don't think that's a bad ranking, especially with his injury issues. He had a couple of injury issues he had in the past year. Uh, And the other thing is, I would say uh, to me, I wonder if John Morant's a little too high, just a little bit, but again, it just comes with the territory. People, you got to understand. There's about at that seven to ten range. There's about ten players you could put there and not be too um, too concerned. So, Underwood, what would you have to say about that list?
2: Uh, so yeah, like Blake said, um, Kevin Durant. I think he should be a little bit higher in my list. He is a little bit higher, not to give any spoilers, but um, I think that he strikes fear into the opponent. Um, like a, even when the Celtics were up three zero, I was waiting for that Kevin Durant legacy game where he gets 40, 50, 60, and, you know, he brings it back and they reverse sweep us um, just because of Kevin Durant. Um, so I, I agree there. Um, I think that Jokic and Embiid is a good battle. It's a good topic to discuss because they're easily the two best centers um, and probably three is maybe Cat, but that's way farther down the list. So I'm always interested to see how people value Embiid and Jokic with different play styles. Um, so that's also interesting to see who you had there. Um the bottom of your list is kind of subjective, like Blake said, seven and ten, seven through ten is is interesting. Um, but it's cool to see who you value as a as a top ten player. Uh, because there are some players that you didn't name that are on my list, players that you had pretty high that I have in my honorable mention. So it, it was fun to see your thought process behind that.
0: Again, it's um, just it's so hard. I mean I, I I thought I went into this thinking like, Oh, there's some players like I, this is gonna be easy. Like I said, I have eight players that I feel pretty confident should be in the top eight. Where they are ranked past that point, no idea whatsoever. The same thing again. I have from, uh, a bit of a spoiler alert, I have obviously nine and ten, but three honorable mentions. And there could be a lot more that I took into consideration. So uh yeah, I would say mainly, like I said, KD is the only one that I have questions more. A really major question. I do think Kevin Durant is a little bit of a higher player than uh, number six. Again, kind of like Underwood spoiling it a little bit. And another one that I have uh, that I have uh, high aspirations for, but he's not too far off compared to what he is in your list is Luca. Luca, I think that uh, we all know his defense was bad, and it has been bad. It has not? That's not a secret by any means out of Dallas, but. I think with higher expectations, and he's gotten them to the Western Conference Finals. He's got the pedigree now to be a little bit of a winner in the playoffs. Now the next step is: can he prove it as a defender? But at number eight, like you have him, I don't think it's a bad ranking. So, if you do, you have any other players that you'd like to defend, or, or kind of explain from there, or uh, what was your thought process with that?
1: So, I guess I guess I'll I'll have to address the Kevin Durant issue. Um, so. I have Kevin Durant at six, and honestly, I I kind of debated on whether I'd have him or James at five or six, um, but I, I honestly did not think about putting him any higher than five though, um, and I, and this is going to be su- uh, subjective, obviously, because when it comes down to my process, it, it kind of came down to that series against the Celtics in the playoffs that led me to go to that as and that's also a reason kind of why i brought tatum up was because tatum had an outstanding year this past year and especially against that game that series against the nets and him guarding durant i think that was a big reason why i kind of had durant lower than a, a top three top four kind of thing uh, and that's no, no knock on durant i mean he had to deal with a lot of things this past season um you, I mean, it went from basically you had three players at the beginning of the year who were all superstars. You had Kyrie, him, and uh, James Harden to James Harden, who in my opinion was very lackluster this past year, especially since coming to the Sixers. And then Kyrie not being able to play half the games. Um, it, it, a lot of factors came in, and in my opinion, it, he could have went five or six. um, and um, it could have went either way. Now, on the topic of my 7 through 10, that would be Morant, uh, Doncic, Tatum, and Booker. Kind of, uh, Morant and Doncic, that's kind of like a little debate right now, because they're both real young players, both superstar caliber. And it, it's it's kind of like a rivalry. I mean, a little bit uh, from my perspective, but... Honestly, could that's another one that could have went either way for me, and I put I ultimately put Morant a little bit higher just because I think he's he's kind of more exciting. A lot of people a lot of people get behind him, and Doncic himself is also exciting. Um, it's just I feel Morant has that different aspect about
0: him. I, I want to point out you said no knock towards Kevin Durant things like that. Again, this is the top five players we're talking about. Of course, right, if, if the exactly. fact if you're you're there is a good thing. Uh, the fact that Kevin Durant is there at the at the age he is, same with LBJ. The fact that they are there at the the age as they are always speaks testaments to how legendary of a, of a Hall of Famers they're going to be when they make it at the end of their career. Um, Underwood, do you have any other comments about the top ten or uh, anything else you'd like no. to say?
2: No, I think that was good. Like I said, it was interesting to see your list. Your list is kind of – it's different from <clears throat> different from mine, so that that's exciting. Glad we have different lists to share, so the listeners should have people they can get behind and pick which one they like more.
0: So, Logan off the board, he has released his list. Stephen Curry leading the pack with Giannis, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, John Morant, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, and Devin Booker after that. We spin the wheel again and see who it will land on. It will be myself who is going next. So uh, I went second last week. I'm going second again. So, or yes, I went second last week and going second again. So basically. My list isn't that much farther uh, that far off from yours. There's a couple of things here and there. Uh, Some a player that I think will really surprise people that I have in the top ten because he's typically listed fringe 15s, maybe even a little bit later teens. Some honorable mentions. I will go ahead and say Devin Booker did not make my list. Same thing with Jason Tatum. Tatum. Tatum and Booker are right there competing with each other for 11 and 12. Just because, I mean, right there. Tatum, I will say, left a little bit of desire. Again, this isn't fair to him because it's the NBA Finals we're talking about. But I did... Kind of have a couple of question marks after the finals against the Warriors. It seemed like Jalen Brown was the one that really stepped up and led the way for the Celtics. Um, that doesn't mean Tatum was a bad player by any stretch of the imagination, especially for a guy in his first NBA finals. And that's why I have him just um, as an honorable mention, top 10 player in the NBA. And Devin Booker was kind of a similar thing. Booker has had a great regular season, ended up making the NBA finals two years ago, but he fizzled out in the playoffs. And in that NBA finals, just again, same thing, left a lot to be desired. So they're just just on the fringe, on the outside. Um, also, Anthony Davis is another one that I was considering. If he comes back and is anything like he was before, we all know Anthony Davis is still a top considered a top ten player. If he's fully healthy and playing the way he is capable of, but I gotta see it first. But I mean, like I said, I considered a ton of guys. I considered Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. I considered DeMar DeRozan from the Chicago Bulls. I considered a ton of different types of players. Uh, and it really comes down to what I think. Number one, who b- my thought process was. Number one, obviously, pure talent. If I'm starting a basketball team, I want this guy on my team in the clutch or anything like that. Uh, I'm also taking into consideration winning. How what what I think they contribute to the winning culture of their team, because that's that's ultimately what matters uh, in the grand scheme of things. So I'll go ahead and get started once again. All mentions out of the way. My number 10 position is Ja Morant. My number 9 position is Jimmy Butler. My number 8 position is Kawhi Leonard. Number 7 is LeBron James. Number 6 is Luka Doncic. Number 5 is Joel Embiid. Number 4 is Nikola Jokic. Number 3 is Kevin Durant. Number 2 is Stephen Curry. And number 1 is Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, Yeah, I, I mean... That's, that's the list right there. Do either of you have any questions or I want to point out anybody in particular?
2: Yes, I will go first.
0: Jimmy Butler. So I- you said that
2: you had questions about Tatum after his performance in the finals. And my question to you is, do you not have questions about Butler? I know Butler had 40-point games, but also games, was a three through six, like he had eight points, four points. 12 points, whatever it was. He had three duds in that series. I know they pushed Boston to seven, um, but what's your reasoning for that?
0: So, I know I knew that was going to raise a couple questions. That was the one I was talking about that's usually fringe teens. Basically, the reason I say it is ever since he got to Miami, and I know he's had Bam bio and things like that too, but basically, ever since he's gotten to Miami, Miami has been considered a title contender in the Eastern Conference. Jason Tatum has that same kind of pedigree at times. I think Especially, I'll also make this case as well, if Tatum has the same year that he had this past year, he makes the top 10 in the NBA if he does it for two years in a row. uh, The main thing I have with Jimmy Butler is, again, I think that he impacts, one, on the defensive side of the ball as well. Again, Tatum's not a bad defender by any stretch of the imagination, but you also have guys like Marcus Smart on his side, you have Jalen Brown on your side, who is a... Who are both, I dare I say, elite perimeter defenders. You have Robert Williams anchoring the post. The Celtics have the best team defense in the league. That's not uh, any stretch of the imagination. Again, but Butler for what he does on both sides of the basketball, and I think, and you could say this for any superstar, but for him in particular, you take him off that Miami Heat team. I dare I say, I don't even think they are a top succeed in the Eastern Conference, uh, whereas the Celtics, in their case, I do think they get a little farther with than the Heat do, because again, they have Jalen Brown, who I think it's funny to me, because Jalen Brown tweeted out here recently how or he liked to tweet that he was underappreciated by um, some Celtics fans and, and the same thing, but at the same time, and everyone said, well, yeah, he was the main contributor in the NBA Finals. But still, I think that there are a lot of people. I actually consider Jalen Brown for a little bit, as an honorable mention, taking that recency into consideration. Uh, Jimmy Butler, like I said, I think he's just got the leadership mentality. I think he's got the defensive side of the ball. I think he is the main reason that all these younger uh, personalities mesh so well in Miami. And it's one of those things to where Kevin Durant recently, obviously, uh, requesting that trade yesterday to Miami. I wonder how well that will work considering his track history. Of course, if you have the chance to get Kevin Durant, you go get Kevin Durant. But, you know, I I, I value his impact on both sides of the basketball as far as that goes. Uh, but, again, if Tatum has the year he had this past year and he does it for two years in a row, there's there shouldn't be any conversation that he is in the top 10 and like I said, he is right just barely on the outskirts with him and Devin Booker. I also considered putting Tatum in over John Morant, but Morant, even though his team and that's the other, the reason I had Morant so low is because when he got hurt this year, his team had still had the best record over that stretch um, with him out and Desmond Bain stepped up had, had a big stretch right there, but like Logan said, John Morant, he brings the excitement, he's got the culture going in Memphis and I mean, I don't think he's going to be slowing down anytime soon. But Tatum was one that I consider, and Jimmy Butler, like I said, that nine to thirteen. We'll even go nine to twelve because I didn't consider Anthony Davis as much. But if you go nine to twelve, I could be comfortable putting them anywhere at any spot in that time, in that, in that uh, ranking.
2: And I appreciate the Jalen Brown love. If um, I guess some of the listeners don't know, but I've been the biggest Jalen Brown fan since he was drafted. Even whenever Celtics fans this first year were kind of giving up on him um he's been my guy so listen i, I agree with everything you're saying about jalen jalen is very underappreciated by everyone in the league including celtics fans
0: and, and i mean that's and not they say not just celtics fans, but everybody i mean like i said it's one of those things to where i don't think there was any argument any conversation that if the celtics found a way to win the nba finals this year jalen brown was the mvp not only just because Tatum, Tatum – and I do also think I'm guilty of at times. Tatum – a lot of people think Tatum just had this terrible NBA Finals, which he didn't. He, he had a pretty solid NBA Finals overall. But the thing that separated uh, Tatum from Jalen Brown in this series was when it got to the fourth quarter, when it got to – when the lights were shining brightest, when it got to the biggest moments, it seemed like it was Jalen Brown who was stepping up a little bit more than Jason Tatum did. And Tatum just left a little, uh, left a little to be desired at that point. Same thing again with uh, Devin Booker in the playoffs. And you could say the same thing for Jimmy Butler. But like I said, I just think that Jimmy Butler, with how much he impacts winning in Miami, he impacts the culture in Miami. I think he's more valuable at this point. But like I said, easily could be overtaken and probably will. Again, if Tatum increases or has the same exact year, he's probably overtaking Jimmy Butler for that number nine spot as well.
1: Yeah, I'd probably I I didn't even think to put honorable mentions on my list, but I would probably have uh, Butler at an honorable mention. Uh, but one one question I do have is, and this is this obviously comes down to where I had my list. And but uh, for Kawhi Leonard, um, he didn't play this last season. He had, he was out with ACL injury. Mm-hmm. I, that's why it was hard for me to consider him on the list. Because it was going on previous accomplishments, and obviously, I mean, he had that spectacular performance when he was with his one year with the Raptors, and he had a, a solid performance his season with the Clippers. But he, it's it's hard to put him in a list after him not playing for a whole year, in my opinion.
0: So I agree with you because I, I mean, again, I you saw I put Anthony Davis outside of the top ten of my honorable mentions, even though when he's fully healthy and playing the way we know he could. He's a top-ten player. I don't think there's any stretch. The, I don't think there's any argument about that. He's, he's in the conversation if he's playing at the best of his ability for the best center slash big man in the league because he doesn't like to play center for some reason. Uh, but the main thing is the reason I put Kawhi Leonard there. One, when Kawhi Leonard was healthy, I don't think there was any you – know, Kawhi Leonard, when he was healthy, was in conversation for the best player in the league in general, Uh, not only for what he brings on the offensive side, but one of the better defenders in the league as well, was constantly in conversation with guys like Giannis and things like that, but the reason I was comfortable putting Kawhi Leonard in the top 10 and not a guy like Anthony Davis is Kawhi Leonard has come back from injury before and managed to make a big splash. Obviously, again, it's a little bit different injury, case-by-case situation, but he does have the track record to be able to bounce back from a season-ending injury we saw when he messed up his ankle with Zaza Pachulia in the playoffs, sat out for an entire season, comes back, and is arguably the MVP of a season. Again, leads the Raptors eventually to an NBA title. Uh, So he has a little bit of a history and pedigree for him. I think that because he has the... the, uh, the history of coming back from injury. Anthony Davis doesn't quite have that history. I'm bringing out these guys right here. Jamal Murray, that a lot of Nuggets fans are talking about, how they, he's, we're so excited to have him back this year. He doesn't have an injury history, so we have really no idea what to expect. Kawhi Leonard, at least with his injury issues in the past, we know he's been capable of coming back from injury before, and so that's why I felt a little bit more comfortable. Plus, again, when he's healthy, when he's playing to the ability that we know he can, he's in the conversation for best player in the league in general. So, I, I think at this point, I feel comfortable putting him over Jimmy Butler, John Morant, Booker, and Tatum. But again, a lot of lot, a lot of expectations for Kawhi this year because he's coming back and expected because the Clippers going to be healthy again. But that's why I felt comfortable putting Kawhi that low on the list, just because again the injury history and the ability he has shown in the past to come back from an injury of that magnitude.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can, I can definitely, I can see that process and, you know, you made it in a very understanding way. So I understand.
0: Anybody have any other questions or concerns about the list? I guess is how I'll put it.
2: I do not. No, sir.
0: All right. Logan, yourself. I, I don't think so. I,
1: I think I asked what I needed to ask and got some interesting answers.
0: All right. Well, that's my list. So, again, starting from the top, Giannis Antetokounmpo at number one, Stephen Curry at number two, Kevin Durant at number three, Nikola Jokic at four, Embiid at five, Doncic at six, LeBron at seven, Kawhi Leonard at eight, Jimmy Butler at 9, and John Morant at 10 with Booker, Tatum, and Anthony Davis as honorable mentions. what I went ahead and spun the wheel. It landed on you, so you're, <laughs> it's your turn here.
2: All right, so I'll start by saying when I made my list, I didn't take winning into, into a big consideration, okay? So for me, it was which players are the most talented, which players do I enjoy watching the most, and which players do I think have close to a two-way game where they can defend they can score they can kind of help their team win Um, because some of these players one in particular i'm going to get you guys are going to not expect but um he's in a bad situation right but he is still a star player and because of the situation he's in he's forgotten about a lot um so i'll go through my um honorable mention i actually had to put six honorable mention because i had such a hard time listing out everybody um so people that did not make my list Kyrie irving john morant anthony davis Damian Lillard, Kawhi, and Devin Booker. Those are my honorable mentions who did not make the list. Um, same thing we talked about. Um, I'll talk about this, and then when I say the list, I won't talk about it in depth. AD, he's too hurt. If he can come back and play, he's a monster. Um, Devin Booker's right on the edge. Same thing with Kawhi. Kawhi can be a monster as well. He's right there. Job for me he needs to add a little bit more to his pull up, jump shot, shoot the basketball a little bit better. Um, he's super athletic. That'll continue to go. And the only reason Kyrie's lower is Kyrie's one of the most skilled players in the entire league, but he just i don't even know if he wants to play basketball a lot of times it's everything else but playing basketball he's requesting trades he's telling boston he's going to sign long-term extensions and then he doesn't do it um so that's the honorable mention so for my list starting at number 10 cp3 number nine bradley bill number eight luka Doncic. seven jason tatum six Nikola Jokic. Joel Embiid, 5, 4, Stephen Curry, 3, LeBron James, 2, Kevin Durant, number 1, Giannis Antetokounmpo.
0: So, once again, let me go ahead and make sure I've got this list written down correctly. So you have Chris Paul at 10, Bradley Beal at 9, Luca at 8, Tatum at 7, Joker at 6, Embiid at 5, Steph at 4, LBJ at 3, KD at 2, and then Giannis
2: at 1. Yes, sir. Correct.
0: Okay, so I will say, I I, I know which player you're mostly going uh, to... I know which... I, again, I, I respect it, because like I said, I know you... I, I said it myself, that last part of the list is so unbelievably hard because I consider Chris Paul myself. I didn't mention that. But the reason Chris Paul gets lost in the shuffle a lot of times is statistically... Booker is obviously Booker has a lot of the of uh, of the stats as as far as that goes but I will tend to agree because again how fast people forget how bad that Suns team actually was until Chris Paul actually got there and I know you said you didn't take winning into consideration but I think if you take winning into consideration then yeah Chris Paul deserves to be at least at the very uh, up at that point because again they, this was Born, no, I mean, can you legitimately say that stretch of Suns teams was there really a worse team in the league? Let's be real. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't really think of a team. Because even then, maybe the early parts of those bad Suns teams, the Sixers were kind of in the trust the process point. I mean, can you name a team yeah. that that was worse than the Suns that five stretch and that five year stretch until Chris Paul came around?
2: Yeah, I agree, and like I said, the winning wasn't a big consideration at all. But I mean, you put it like that, it just kind of gives me a little bit of a a back backing to my argument. Um, I mean, everywhere Chris Paul goes, he enhances his teammates. He may not be the leading scorer every single game, but he's going to play good defense. He's going to distribute the ball. He's going to run the offense. He's basically a coach on the floor. Um, so that's that's the reason I had him over players like Kyrie Irving and Damian Lillard because we all know Dame can score the ball, and so can Kyrie. Um, but Chris Paul can score it when he wants to. He can take his time. He can get the ball to Devin Booker when he needs Booker to go off. He can run the offense. He can defend. Um, and he, he's just you know, the point god. There's a re- the point guard has to be in the top ten of my list.
0: So I also like. I will go ahead and say I, I Bradley Beal. I think is the one you may even talk about. Where he's in a bad situation. I think he's his team looks like they could be a an interesting team at least in the Eastern Conference. They just traded for. Uh, Monte Morris and Will Barton from the Nuggets and things like that. They still have Kyle Kuzma sticking around. Uh, they lose KCP, but Thomas Bryant down low. Like I mean, that could be an that could be an interesting team, but Beal, what he brings on an offensive side, easily could be considered a top 10 player. I That's why I, I keep trying to make this point clear and I've said this before about any... If you look online and you see the experts rank the top 20 players, just know that 10, or that, that 8 or 20, depending on what you're looking for, can absolutely be ranked however you would like in most cases. Uh, you know, Kyrie, I think, is one that people forget about, too, kind of like you said. Not only you said you mentioned uh, the Celtics, you know, he, he signs the extension, or he's saying he's uh, signed with the Celtics, and he doesn't. He also just opted in with the Nets, acting like, y'all, we're, I'm so excited to get started this next season, and then boom both Katie and Kyrie request rates. So it's like, there's too much of, of, there's a lot left to be desired from Kyrie on the basketball side of things. Uh, other than that, like I said, you know, it's, 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 it's solid. I mean, I think that each player has a case. I think you have a case for a lot of different players. Um, again, in this, in this stretch, um, Steph, you know, Steph, being at four, I, I get I had him up at two, Logan had him at one. But I think I, I see where you're coming from as well. Also it's Steph had a had a hot start to the season and then struggled a little bit and then just caught fire in the playoffs. Um but overall don't have too many question marks. Logan do you have anything do you have anything?
1: So this one this one isn't so much as a question mark as more of curiosity. So um something that's similar in all of our lists is we have the the center battle of Embiid and Jokic very close to each other but in mine and Blake's list we had Jokic just just edging out the top the higher spot so I was just and I'm I'm a Sixers fan so I I was just curious how you had or
2: why you had uh, Embiid just a little bit higher so in my list right the reason that I had Embiid just a tad bit higher is because I think Embiid is better defensively Embiid is better defensively right Jokic is a little bit better offensively but I think that Embiid's defense is if this makes sense I'm trying to word it the correct way the disparity between Jokic and Embiid's defense is bigger than the disparity between Embiid and Jokic's offense Jokic is a better passer he can shoot the basketball better Uh, Jokic can handle himself down low as well Embiid is a monster in the paint he's like one of the closest things to Shaq that that we've seen he can make the pull-up jump shot he is a master at getting fouled. He shoots 35 free throws a game, it feels like. Anytime you watch a Sixers yeah. game, and Embiid's <laughs> ripping, his, he's ripping his hands through. He's going to the line. He's getting a foul. Um, so they're very close. It's like a whatever it is, 5A, 5B type situation. Um, but like I said, I think that Embiid's defense is just good enough. Or that much more, that much better than Jokic's um, to put him just a little bit ahead. But they're very close. I mean, you can go either way. Like I said, those are the, the t- clear-cut top centers in the league. And you have to go down a long way on your list until you find the next one. That, <laughs> I, think, I think it's funny you bring up the free throw situation
1: because because <laughs> we have we have Harden on our team as well, who is notorious for free throws. So. It,
0: NBA <laughs> Twitter, there's a reason they call Embiid a free throw merchant. It's because he does <laughs> shoot right. 30 free throws a game. But and uh, you notice I say NBA Twitter can sometimes have the most insane takes I've ever seen. Uh, that could be something we could talk about here. The, mo- the the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen NBA Twitter say that would be that would be a fun one. But <laughs> I mean, um,
1: we we were joking around, but even before like once the topic was brought, we were joking about who we were going to put in our top list. And <laughs> I can't remember who you said, but I said Tony Snail had to be up there. Yeah. It, was, it was like <laughs> Alex
0: Caruso or something like that. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that, and this is what I keep telling. Again, you can tell by hell, you can literally see. The, 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 the Nuggets picture, the Jokic picture I have back here. There's a lot of people, a lot of Nuggets fans that can't seem to grasp that when it comes to a battle like this, it truly does come down to preference. Um, I do think, again, I, I valued Jokic a little bit more just because I, I think a lot of people were talking about how uh, Embiid had to deal with the Ben Simmons situation this year. And I will say this. And, and, I, and this is the only thing I'm going to say, it's a knock on and beat here. The first part of the season, if you truly thought Ben Simmons was going to be all in and ready to play for Philadelphia this year, then you were – that that wasn't going to happen. At that point, the situation was frayed. Uh, whether or not you blame – whoever you side, you blame there. I'm not taking that as a knock on Embiid. But people were saying he had to deal with the adversity with Ben Simmons and things like that this year. Yes, it sucks not having your player, not having your guy – uh, next to you, and again, sure, it, there was a little bit of a media storm, but this was known going in that he wasn't going to have him for at least a considerable amount of time. Uh, this was known. And you can make the same case for Jokic this year, but he didn't have, you know, obviously, has so many injuries that happened to him, and he still got the team to where that is. But the main point I'm trying to make here is, yes, you are 100% correct. A, a fan should not get offended when you're talking about Oh, I have Joel Embiid at – you have Joel Embiid at 5 and I have Jokic at 6, but they really could be 5A, 5B because it does come down to preference. Uh, you know, is, Jokic is going to be so much more. He's going to be the, the, the facilitator. We all know – I don't think there's any any comparison. Maybe if you want to go by statistical prowess, Wilt Chamberlain. But Jokic, I think is the best-passing big man of all time. But Embiid, for what he does on the interior, obviously he gets a boatload of points every single game, uh, consistently shoot. And he shoots well, too. The the other thing is, like, don't get me wrong, uh, it's not – there's a lot of people who want to knock Embiid because he shoots the ball a lot. Well, he makes a lot of shots, so clearly he's he's doing – if you're shooting – over fifty percent. I don't care if you're a big man or not. If you're shooting over fifty percent, you're averaging thirty points per game, like he was doing. You're doing something right, especially considering, like you mentioned, Underwood, how many mid range jumpers he's shooting. He shot a lot more three pointers yep. this season than he has in the past. So of course his his percentages are gonna dip a little bit. He's not only living on the in the paint like a Shaquille O'Neal did, like he did in his early part of his career. He's he's expanding his game a little bit. Um, especially on the offensive side of the basketball. And on the defensive side, Embiid's stats dipped a little bit this year on the defensive side, strictly because I think he really did just take on that much more of an offensive load, and obviously it makes that so much harder to play defense at, at an elite level like he was doing. But he's still a better defender than Jokic is Uh I, I don't think Jokic is as bad of a defender as it seems, but the main thing is he's got to have – he the, the difference between Jokic and Embiid, Jokic has to have a good perimeter defender because at that point, you put him in the pick and roll, he's not a good enough defender to cover both players at the same time. Joel Embiid is. Joel Embiid is able to t- stay with those two guys. He's a rim protector. Uh, I mean, the, again, the athletic prowess that he has – the only thing I do have question marks for Embiid is I do have to see him stay healthy for the entire season again. You know, obviously this past year he missed a couple of games here and there, but this has been the most healthy Joel Embiid that we have seen so far. So I do want to see, and I will honestly say it right here. Again, I don't I some Nuggets fans think that Embiid is their mortal enemy. It would be so cool to see Embiid win an MVP. Strictly because at that point, that would be in the past three seasons, three. Uh, MVP awards going to centers, a position that people thought was a dying breed in basketball these days. For them to come out with three MVPs, that would be something impressive. But long story short, long rant over, again, it strictly comes down to preference. Do you prefer a player who is the athletic guy who's going to be able to do more on the defensive side, or do you like the guy who statistically on offense pretty similar plus he has the passing going in his favor it comes down to what system you want to run what do you prefer in a basketball player and as long as you have those two right neck and neck there's i think in any top 10 it's got to be those two names together whether or not you put one on top of the other strictly comes out of preference
2: Yeah, I definitely agree. Like like I said, you can watch a game and you think that someone is the top player and I can watch a game and I can think the other person is the top player. Um, Everybody's list is different. Nobody had the exact same list. That's why this was a good topic because you get differing opinions and different values and things like that.
0: And it really comes down to, once again, like you said, people take different things into consideration. Some people think the guy dropping 50 if you have, a guy, if you have t- uh, the same game, one guy drops 50 points, the other one drops 20 assists, you're going to be talking about w- one side is going to say, okay, this guy's better because of how much he's scoring. The other guy's going to say, but yeah, but, but look how many opportunities he got because of these passes. Clearly, that's going to be the better player. There is never going to be a definitive top 10, and that's one thing. I always love seeing lists like this because, like you said, you do get to see the thought processes of so many uh, different people and different decisions that are made. So... That's all I have for Underwood's list, Logan. Do you have anything else?
1: Uh, I don't have anything else about the list, but I will say in free agency news, Zach Levine just signed a five-year max contract with Chicago.
0: Extensions galore, it seems like, this free agency. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think people are seeing what happened with Kevin Durant, and they're just trying to lock up their players so that way they don't lose them for a little bit, which Kevin Durant, I have no idea where he's going to go, and It's funny to me seeing all the situations about, oh, KD wants to go here, KD wants to go here, KD wants to go here. Technically, if the Nets wanted to trade him to Sacramento, they absolutely could because he has no trade (laughs) clause. He does not have a uh, trade clause. Same thing with, um, I think it's funny, a lot of ESPN's pushing a narrative that he's, you know, LA, the Lakers, but, and Lakers fans are saying like, oh, we'll just give up Russell Westbrook and three bench warmers and some picks. And it's like, one, you don't have picks, and two... What what makes you think Brooklyn would take Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook for Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving? But that's a rant for a different day. I, don't get me started on the Lakers because I won't stop. <laughs>
1: Realistically, I think I think it would be Kevin Durant for the entirety of the uh, Detroit Pistons roster. Um,
0: it, it, it would no for the, for a team like the Lakers to get Kevin Durant. If I'm Brooklyn, I'm saying I want Anthony Davis, all your picks, and some of your young talent because. Uh, I don't want Russell Westbrook on my team because he's a, his contract is horrific, uh, but I'll take Aiden Davis on the and a bunch of other assets just from the the sole potential that he will be end up being good. But I think and the same thing with Phoenix. How it's funny to me because Phoenix Brooklyn came out or like the report is like, oh, we're not taking a trade from Phoenix unless it includes Devin Booker, and people are you know making fun of KD because the entire reason KD wants to go to Phoenix is play with Devin Booker. So And the same thing, now the report is like he wants to go to Miami to play alongside Bam Adebayo, so if they trade Bam, then it defeats the purpose. So who knows what's going to happen with Kevin Durant. Um, but, yeah, I think that's one of the main reasons extensions are happening so much is they're wanting to try to avoid those types of situations down the line uh, with their star players.
2: Yep. I will say this before we go into the voting process. Um, whenever the Celtics played the Bucks in the playoffs without Chris Middleton, um, Giannis would get 40, and I would be happy because he didn't get 50. Giannis is unstoppable. And if he could shoot the basketball consistently from three, he would be the greatest player to ever play the sport, and it would be close. He and, is a monster.
0: And we all had Giannis. Logan had him top two. We had him at number one. Not only that, but, again, you're talking about he got 40, you're, you're, you're hoping he doesn't get 50. He's also locking up every player on the other side of the floor, too. Like, this guy – I, we say it a lot that athletes in professional leagues are freaks of nature, and this guy is the epitome of that. There is no way. Name me a name me another player in sports history that you could look at them and say, "Yeah, he's an athlete." Outside of like Shaq, and even <laughs> and even then, Shaq was just a giant dude. It, Giannis yep. is an f- absolute freak. It's just unbelievable. Anyways, we will go ahead and hop into the voting process just as a refresher for of the lists for everybody out there and for our contestants here. At my, my list, start. we're going to start from the top at each of them. It is Giannis Antetokounmpo, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Jimmy Butler, and Ja Morant. For Logan, it is Stephen Curry. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikola Jokic, Joel Embiid, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, John Morant, Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, and Devin Booker. And for Underwood, it is Giannis, Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, Bradley Beal, and Chris Paul. So, Starting it off like we did last week, I will be spinning my wheel here and seeing who will be voting first. And it will be Logan who will start the voting off this week.
1: Man, you, 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 <laughs> this this wheel waited again. I mean,
0: yeah. I had to get it in your favor this time.
1: Yeah, you just you see Blake's screen and it's just like it has the sliders up like half the wheel is me. The, the other half is you, too. That's how it is. Um, I think I think we all had different criteria coming into this list. And honestly, I think I really I really liked uh, the explanations and it kind of a kind of a different mindset from
0: Underwood's wheel. And so I, I'd give it to Underwood on this one. So one vote for Underwood here. Off to a good start. So we will spin the wheel again. It's going to land on Logan again, I think. But no, it's not. It's going to land on Underwood. Um, (laughs) Underwood, you will cast your next vote.
2: Yes. um, So my vote goes to Blake solely because, Logan, you had KD too low for me. Everything else I enjoyed, (laughs) you you, you had good reasoning for everything, but KD was too low for me, so that's why my vote goes to Blake.
0: So, KD, the difference is, once again, KD at 2 for Underwood, KD at 3 for me, and KD at 6 for Logan. Um, so, I guess it will go to me as well here. So, one vote for Underwood, one vote for uh, me. So, the only way, I mean, technically I could vote for Logan and balance this thing <laughs> out and have co-winners again. Um, I do have just, I am going to go ahead and give it to uh, – actually, I'll, I'll, I'll explain my reasoning here. Logan, I, I did like your list a lot. I do agree with Underwood. I think KD should have been a little bit higher just because, again, his track record, uh, his just pure offensive presence. And I think if Kevin – the funny thing is, I think if Kevin Durant actually cared on defense, he could be a pretty pretty good defender with his uh, physicality, <laughs> but he just doesn't seem to care about the defensive side of the ball. So I think Kevin Durant should have been a little bit higher um, – other than that, I mean, I, I do think also Jaw should be a little bit lower just because I think Luke when you have the ability, Luca really carried his team more this this season. Um, again, same thing. You could say make the same case for guys like Tatum and Booker um, doing the same thing. I think Jaw should be down in the honorable mentions, maybe French top ten, like I put him there, uh, but. I do like your list. I do have to give it with to Underwood. And the reason I'm giving it to Underwood is Underwood, you actually thought out of the box a lot of this too. A lot of people, in some cases, and I think this is criminal, Chris Paul doesn't make the top 20 for some people. And he deserves more respect. I, I, I'll be completely honest. I don't like Chris Paul because he's, a, he's annoying. He's the type of player. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll tell you, he's the exact same player for the Suns that Draymond Green, that Patrick Beverly is for the Wolves and the Warriors, respect, uh, respectively. So yeah. it's one of those things. Chris Paul, but you don't hear me ever saying that. Patrick Beverly, I will have a whole conversation. I think he just fouls people left and right for defense. But Dr- Draymond Green, there's a reason he's known as one of the best defenders of all time. There's a reason he's known as a four-time NBA champion. There's a reason he will probably be get into the Hall of Fame one day. Uh, Chris Paul, exact same way. He does so much for his team that goes unnoticed. He's one of the main reasons I think that the Suns are as successful as they are. I think Booker has taken a leap from what he used to be, but I don't think I don't know if that leap happens as quickly as it does without Chris Paul being in the picture. So I like that you actually went out of the box and took in uh, Chris Paul. The only real problem that I have with the list in your in your list, particularly, and even then, it's not really a big problem, is again. In your case, you didn't take the the team success or the uh, contributing to winning as much. So Bradley Beal is just outside of those. Yeah, you know, it's probably mid teens for me. But again, I took mm-hmm. into consideration the team success, how much they c- contribute to winning. And a lot of the times, it's not Bradley Beal's fault. Bradley Beal is not the reason that the Warriors or the excuse me the Wizards are not winning basketball games. It's because Washington has refused not necessarily refused, but have not been able to secure a lot of talent around him. So Beal in the top 10, I think he, for me, he's a little bit lower, but I don't have any uh, qu- complaints or question marks about that. And you also listed, both of you listed Kawhi Leonard has an honorable mention. Um, uh, so with all that being said, I do have to, I liked your list a lot, Logan, I did, but I am going to go ahead and give my vote for Underwood for thinking outside of the box a little bit, as well as giving some shout out to players that don't get enough love or credit in the grand scheme of things in the NBA today. So, go- <laughs> for the first time we have a soul winner we have a soul each of us have a win each of us have a win here on the show already in our second episode so uh, Underwood is the winner this week he will end up getting to choose the topic that we take into next week obviously you know we're keeping that a little bit of a secret here uh, let's keep it a little bit of a secret so that way you don't know what you what to expect from each weekly episode so uh, again Underwood, congrats to you for the win. His winning list. Giannis Antetokounmpo, KD, LeBron, Steph, Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Jason Tatum, Luka, Bradley Beal, and CP3. That's going to do it for us here at Taking Heat. Like I said, be sure to keep an eye out. This is being recorded on Friday. So by the time we finish up, by the time this gets uploaded, Kevin Durant may be on an entirely different team. Kevin Durant may be still in Brooklyn. and We'll see. But... Be sure to keep an eye out. Um, this will be uploaded on Sunday. Like I said, I'm looking to get this onto a, a, maybe something like Spotify in the next week as well. Be sure to let me know down in the comments what platform you'd like to see us on outside of YouTube. Uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel, all that good stuff. Logan Underwood, any other comments before we sign off? Um, No, but I already have an idea for a topic,
2: so next week will be a good one. You guys will want to tune in.
0: All right, so for for my panelists, Jacob Underwood and Logan Porter, um, Cameron Woolwide was not able to join us this week due to some scheduling issues, so hopefully he'll be back next week. But my name is Blake Holmes. Thanks for sticking around and checking out Taking Heat, and you won't want to miss next week's episode once again for the topic that Underwood will bring to the table. As always, hope you all have a great week, and we'll see you all later on Taking Heat.